Darkness envelopes the Blanchard's Missouri home. A mother sleeps soundly inside her room, blissfully unaware of the creaking footsteps approaching her end of the house. Engrossed in her peaceful dreams, Claudine Blanchard doesn't hear her bedroom door open. She doesn't hear the unsheathing of the blade as a masked man raises it above his head, or it catches the moonlight seeping through her window. Only after the knife falls and embeds itself in her back does she awaken, screaming. Once, twice, 17 times, Claudine Blanchard is stabbed in her back. She falls back asleep, this time forever, as her blood stains the mattress. This is a story of Gypsy Rose and Claudine Dee Dee Blanchard. The views expressed in the following podcast do not necessarily align with Kentucky Wesleyan College or WKWC Panther Radio. Hello, welcome back. Let's talk hot takes. And today you're here with Daylin and Chanel. And Chanel, we're what talking about some juicy stuff today, yeah. aren't we? I mean, it's been it's been a long break and a lot of things have happened. But I feel like one thing has really stuck out to us in particular. Oh, 100%. And it's because who we're talking about today actually got released from jail on December 28th. Not jail. Prison. Prison, yeah. Just not even an entire month ago. December 28th, Gypsy Rose Blanchard got out of prison and what a whirlwind it's been. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It has been everywhere, everywhere. Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Like, she even has been pushing her new show as well. So there is a lot that we're going to unfold here. And we are going to talk about the story of Gypsy Rose Blanchard and her mother, Claudine Blanchard. Well, who who is Gypsy Rose Blanchard? To all the people living under a rock, let's let's give them an explanation. Right, right. Why should you care about this random girl, right? Right. So Gypsy Rose Blanchard was born July 27th, 1991. And so as of today, she would be 32 years old. And her mother is Dee Dee Blanchard. And her real name is Claudine. Yep. So they're originally from Louisiana. But after Hurricane Katrina in 2005, they ended up relocating to Missouri. And, you know, it sounds like they're just a normal family, a mother and her daughter, but it's not as it would appear, is it, Dalen? No. Tell no, me about isn't. who Dee Dee was as a mother. She, on the outside, was a very seemingly caring mother. She mm-hmm. really, really wanted to take great care of her child, and everybody saw her as just, like, this nice mother that didn't seem... To want her to fly, you know? And in fact, the exact opposite. She was like mm-hmm. extremely protective Correct. and was always looking out for her daughter and anything that might be wrong with her. Yes. And later down the line, we start to get into how Dee Dee had a mental condition and this is what causes all of Gypsy's pains and all of the problems that happened down the line. So Dee Dee had something called Munchausen by proxy, which if you're not aware what that is, it's essentially when typically a caregiver acts like the child or whoever they're caring for has serious illnesses or sicknesses that they do not actually have. Yes. And it's unclear as to why people with Munchausen proxy do what they do, but it's usually boiled down to something dealing with wanting attention or wanting to have that sense of control over whoever they're caring for. 
Yes. And she induced lots of illnesses Mm -hmm. on Gypsy. And it started when Gypsy was just a baby. So Dee Dee claimed that she had sleep apnea. Mm -hmm. And when Gypsy turned eight years old, Dee Dee described Gypsy as suffering from leukemia and muscular dystrophy and said that she required a wheelchair and a feeding tube. So this started so, so early in Gypsy's life. And she clearly does not remember. And so she has gone along with it. And so the long list of problems that Dee Dee claimed Gypsy had would include seizures, asthma, hearing, and visual impairments as well. Mm -hmm. And it is just so, so deep. And nobody knew because Dee Dee was so good at hiding it and making it seem so real. I wouldn't even say she was good at hiding it. I think we'll we'll get into it. But yeah, as Dalen said, it started off super young when... Gypsy Rose was just a baby. She was claiming that she had sleep apnea and she would frequently take her to the hospital and have her do overnight stays. And when the the labs and such would come back normal, she'd be like, well, I don't believe you. And yeah. she would continue to do these things. And then she ends up getting a wheelchair after, I think it was, she was riding a motorcycle with her grandpa and they had a minor accident. And by minor, I mean like a scraped knee. And Dee Dee was like, you need a wheelchair. She would not allow Gypsy Rose to walk. And Gypsy Rose being like, what, eight years old? Mm -hmm. Obviously, she's going to listen to her mom because her mom is supposed to be the one looking out for her. So she listens to what she says. And as Dalen said, it just progressed into these more extreme illnesses and sicknesses. And it definitely keeps going. So due to Dee Dee's actions, Gypsy Rose was prescribed medication and then had to use a sleep breathing machine at night Mm -hmm. like it got so bad to where she had used all of these things and gypsy rose also went through multiple surgeries including procedures done on her eyes removal of her salivatory glands Mm -hmm. and once her teeth started to rot perhaps due to the medication and missing her salivatory glands she had to have all of her teeth pulled as well yep even today she's rocking like What is it? It's either like veneers or dentures or something. Yeah, she, yeah. But, I mean, she looks great. I mean, yeah, she's got a nice smile now. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. And, well, again, we're going to get into that as well because her story now is crazy. Yeah. There's a lot going on with that. But at this point, I'm sure you're wondering, how did Dee Dee get away with this? Like, obviously, Gypsy Rose didn't need a wheelchair. Obviously, she didn't need a feeding tube. Even Gypsy Rose knew that much. But how come nobody is pointing that out how is she still having access to these things well Dee's main line of defense was oh i lost all her medical records in katrina she yes. said after hurricane katrina i lost everything and for a lot of people this was the case a lot of people lost their entire homes and livelihoods due to that hurricane but Dee Dee and gypsy rose not such the case all right she was she didn't have those medical records sure but that's because they didn't exist Correct. So she's going to these doctors and she's saying, well, I don't have the paperwork, but um, trust me on this one. And that was another thing that Didi would go to all of these doctors. And if the doctors gave her an conclusive or contradicting result, she would stop seeing that doctor altogether mm-hmm. and go to a different doctor that would give Didi the answers that she wanted. Yep. And so this process kind of just kept going on and on. So she would get what she wanted. Mm -hmm. 
And I think it's really unfair to say that Dee Dee was like some type of mastermind. She didn't like convince these doctors or like persuade them in any great or convincing way. The system just failed Gypsy Rose. Yes. Nobody was looking hard enough. Nobody cared enough to really look at her and consider what's really going on. And so once Gypsy was old enough to talk, Dee Dee would tell her not to speak. She was not allowed to speak at these doctor's appointments and that she would relay all of the symptoms and medical problems to the doctors. So she, at one point, Gypsy was able to comprehend what was happening, but Dee Dee was, again, trying to push that down, trying to make sure that she still had control of the situation. Yeah, or even she would bribe her. She'd be like, well, if you do good at the hospital today, we can go to Disney World or we can go go watch your favorite movie or something along those lines. And speaking on Disney World, so Dee Dee used Gypsy to get lots of sponsors and free things like concerts and Disney World tickets and kind of like like Make-A-Wish type thing. Yes, the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And I think that is so crazy. I think it's important to note. Dee Dee didn't have a job. She and Gypsy completely lived off of social security, disability checks, and any type of donations that Gypsy Rose received Mm -hmm. due to her sad story and like everybody feeling bad for her and wanting to help her have an easier life. In fact, the Missouri home that they got after Katrina was for Gypsy Rose because her story got spread and that was built for her by the community. Yeah. So Dee Dee also told gypsy rose father that their daughter had um a chromosomal disorder that was the reason why all of her health conditions were coming about so once some of Dee's family noticed that gypsy rose didn't need her wheelchair necessarily Dee didn't want the questions and ended up moving both of them away from family so if you're wondering where gypsy rose's father is in all of this he was pushed out. And despite Dee Dee's claims, he tried to be part of Gypsy Rose's life. He always paid child support, but Dee Dee would continue to push this narrative that he was completely absent and didn't care about either her or Gypsy Rose. Yes, which in was, turn... It just wasn't true. Yep. It beefs up the story. Yeah. So, so once they had moved, like we were saying, Dee Dee did many things to this new house. Um... They painted her room pink and the whole house they, is pink. yeah, and they added a wheelchair ramp to the front as well, just to further prove the point that Gypsy Rose needed this wheelchair to, you know, get in the house and get yeah. around. Gypsy Rose was fully living the life of a disabled and chronically pained child. Yes. And I like just the thought of that is just so crazy to me that she went through this whole thing and one for most part didn't know until she finally figured it out for herself finally kind of branched off for herself yeah and this we're talking she has lost all of her childhood yes her her being a teenager and even like part of her adult life she had none of it yeah and like we said earlier she obviously gypsy rose she knew that she did not need a wheelchair and she knew that she did not need a feeding tube but that was about the extent of what she knew for a long time because obviously she's trusting her mother and what she has to say 
And as Gypsy Rose grew older, Dee Dee began to lie about her age, going so far as to alter the dates on Gypsy Rose's birth certificate to make her daughter seem younger than she actually was. And this was a really big thing because for a while, Gypsy didn't know her real age because, again, she believed her mother Mm -hmm. in saying that she was the age that she was claiming she was um in 2011 gypsy tried to get away from her mother by running away with a man that she'd met at a science fiction convention so Dee ended up tracking them down via mutual friends and then convinced this man that gypsy was a minor Mm -hmm. even though at the time she actually was 19 so according to gypsy Dee Dee smashed her computer and physically restrained her to her bed after they returned home. And Gypsy also claimed that Dee Dee would hit her and deny her food during this time. Gypsy Rose mentions a lot of verbal abuse. She compares it to domestic violence, the way her and Dee Dee, basically the relationship they had. So Gypsy eventually managed to get back on the internet, which is crazy after her mom smashed her computer, right? Well, didn't she say, like, it doesn't even matter. She's just going to buy a new one. Correct. And then, so I guess uh, Dee Dee was like, fine. Yeah, and uh, she did it. I mean, so be it. So she joined a Christian dating site where she met Nicholas Godijon. She told him the truth about her mother's actions, which is a lot, and she then ended up asking him to kill her mother. I feel like their relationship was super interesting. Yes. Uh, so Nicholas Godijan, he became smitten with Gypsy Rose very quickly. And he essentially he was like he wanted to protect her regardless of the circumstance, no matter what. Uh, Nicholas also claimed to have like a secret or not a secret side, like an alternate personality. Right. And this alternate personality was a lot more violent and made it easier for gypsy rose and him to go to such an extreme like murdering her mother right while it was an online relationship they did end up meeting once before the act shall we say um and that was at a movie theater where you know they had to have this entire convoluted plan and they do end up having sexual intercourse in a bathroom there but that is to say they did have like physical contact before Dee Dee was murdered like it wasn't just they met online right and one day they're like okay it's time right right and there is a lot to say about what happened in this house right so many stories have claimed that while this was all nick Mm -hmm. right that nicholas was the one that murdered Dee, and gypsy had no part in it Um, A lot of stories say that Gypsy was in the bathroom hiding. Mm -hmm. So basically, Nicholas went to Dee Dee's room and stabbed her countless times. Um, A lot, what it says, 17 to 20 times. Yeah. And she was asleep in her bed laying face down. Mm -hmm. Um, But... I have seen in the confession and like the interrogation room that he said he only stabbed her four times. So you know, so he only claims four, yes. four of this and then like slitting her throat. Right, right. So it was like, well, who did the other like 13? Right. <laughs> so there's a little um, wiggle room there. Um, again, he could be lying. Anybody could be lying at this point. Yeah. But another interesting thing about Nicholas, though, is like, he doesn't regret what he did. Right. He said he would do it again, 
to protect Gypsy Rose. Like I said, he was extremely smitten with her, and this was just his way of protecting her like she requested of him. Right. With all of that, um, Gypsy and Godajan returned home in Wisconsin and then were eventually found by police after they after he had murdered Dee Dee. So the the way they got caught is so just it's it's flabbergasting, yes. right? So they managed to get all the way to where Nicholas is from and they're staying at his house, right? And then Gypsy Rose, she's like, Oh, I want somebody to find her mom because she's thinking about her mom just laying there dead in her bedroom and nobody knows that she's there so they have this plan to make it seem like something's in trouble so somebody will go check on her and find the body right and the way they do this is they go on facebook and make a post and the post reads and it's i think it's still up but it says that bitch is dead <laughs> but here's here's a kicker facebook shows where a post is made from Oof. so after that was posted the police find out where the post was made they track it down to nicholas's house and they find them there yeah and keep in mind if they didn't say this i'm sure that her body would not be found for a couple of days because gypsy and her mom lived together alone like it Mm -hmm. was just them two in the house so the fact that they made this post is the reason it is solely the reason that they caught at the point they got caught yeah 100 percent so Gypsy pled guilty to a second degree murder and was sentenced to 10 years in prison and served 85% of her sentence before being released on December 28th, 2023. So Gypsy's ex, Godijan, was found guilty of first degree murder in 2018 and was sentenced to life in prison and is still in prison. Yep. Yep. So that brings us to the present, right? Gypsy Rose just got out of jail like four weeks ago. And let's say me- the media had a really interesting reaction to this. Very right? interesting. Gypsy Rose's case was super, super big when it first happened and right before she got released. All right. Now, originally, when everything first went down and everybody found out that Dee Dee was murdered, everybody was worried about Gypsy. They're like, oh my gosh, where's Gypsy Rose? Was it a kidnapping, right? So everybody's worried about Gypsy Rose. And then they find out that she was arrested. And then they're seeing in these videos that she's walking around. And they're like, well, where's her wheelchair? And then they're like, hold up. This was all an act. And they were just trying to scam people out of their money. Mm-hmm. So everybody turns against Gypsy. They go from being worried about her to turning against her. And everyone's like, well, I hate Gypsy and I hate her mom because they're both scammers. But then after the, the case is settled and it, it's been revealed that Dee Dee had much as on my proxy... Everybody starts feeling a little bit more sympathetic over Gypsy Rose and kind of consider her as a victim. Now, that that perception of Gypsy Rose kind of continued on until just a couple of weeks ago when right before she got out of prison, everybody's like, oh, my gosh, I'm counting down the days. Gypsy Rose, like, we're here for you. We love you so much. We're so happy that you're being released. You shouldn't have been in there in the first place. Right. Yeah. And let's not forget, Gypsy got married in prison. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she has returned home to Louisiana with her husband, Ryan Scott Anderson. And that has also sparked a lot of different emotions on all of the different social medias. Um, Have you seen the comments that she's making? She's made some really interesting comments. She loves her man. Let's let's keep it at that. Very deeply loves her man. (laughs) But that's just to say that all of a sudden, Gypsy Rose goes from spending... 32 years of her life she's literally never had a real life she spent like the first 20 years of her life 
having to pretend to be a child the whole time, had no autonomy. And then she goes to prison where she still has no autonomy, obviously. And then she gets released and she's thrown into this world of like stan culture. Like she has millions upon millions of followers across all of her platforms. I think she's got like 10 million on TikTok, 9 million on Instagram. And all of these fans and supporters are just thrown onto her as soon as she gets out of prison. Right. So that's kind of crazy. But the really crazy part to me is how suddenly, just like weeks after everybody's like, well, we love Gypsy. Now we're starting to turn around and say, right. well, maybe we don't love Gypsy Rose. Maybe she's not such an icon, right? Yeah. And this is where the speculation comes in of, well, did Gypsy have more of a hand in this murder than what we all think she did? Um, and a lot of people are calling her also a manipulator and being like, yep. oh, are you manipulating us to think that you were just this innocent girl that was just being tortured, basically. So there is a lot to look into when it comes down to her being innocent or her deserving more time and, you know, all of the above. Yeah. So the public opinion on her has, like, done a complete 180. We went from having countdowns for her prison release and, like, these videos glorifying her and her story to suddenly Gypsy Rose is canceled. Which is just crazy in and of itself. For starters, I don't think Gypsy Rose Blanchard is somebody who needs to be put on a pedestal or glorified or considered some type of like icon because she's she's none of those things. She's just a normal girl who's done some crazy things. Yeah. And who's gone through a very specific experience that many people cannot relate to Correct. in the slightest. Correct. But I think it's crazy that we went from one hundred to like zero mm-hmm. so quickly. So now, Gypsy Rose, she's embracing her platform on social media, and she claims that she wants to use her platform to spread awareness about Munchausen syndrome by proxy, right? And as she begins to tell her stories on her platforms and on these podcasts, people are like, mm, it's not really lining up, girl. They're like, I don't know if I like this now that it's coming out of your mouth. That's the thing that I find yeah. interesting. She really hasn't said anything new, but it's coming out of her mouth now. And, like, I guess she's, she's like, admitting to everything she's done, right? And mm-hmm. people don't like that. Yep. But it's crazy, though, because they'll watch these true crime documentaries. They'll watch The Act, which is a Netflix documentary about everything that happened. It's starring mm-hmm. uh, Joy King. Everybody ate that up. Yeah, actually, she was not happy no, about that. They did not get that. the rights from her. And so she was very unhappy about how she was portrayed in that and how her mother was portrayed and like, you know, all of this doo doo and that. But um, yeah, that was kind of a, a big topic as well for yeah, her. She's like, she won't even watch it. Because, yeah. Which is like, okay, per. I, I think I'd be kind of like, what the heck? I know, it's kind of weird to like watch yourself and have somebody try and explain the story that you went through, even though they have no clue what you went through. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's like a, a lot of he said, she said kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, people are now trying to call Gypsy Rose a master manipulator. And specifically when it comes to her husband, Ryan, people are really looking into how she treats him. I think in a podcast, uh, she told him to like, shut up. And everybody was like, oh my God, you're awful. You're an awful human being. And they're even comparing her relationship to Ryan to her and Dee Dee's relationship saying, oh, you, you learn just from your mother. You're just acting like your mother. They're even saying that she has no remorse for her actions 
And I even saw a TikTok about this girl named Rachel who says, or she claims to have been in prison with Gypsy Rose for oh. four years. And she says she saw the evil in her eyes. So everybody's like, we don't like Gypsy Rose anymore. We hate her. She's a felon. Crazy. Is she? Is she though? I mean, you never like, again, and this is where it comes down to it. The government and all of the people within this case thought that she committed second degree murder she didn't actually commit first degree murder from what they got and you know what so, she stands on that she yeah. and all of the things she said she says i was not the one to commit the act of murder she says i did not go into that room and stab my mom basically whether that's true well who knows yeah but According to the court case and everything, that's the truth because that's why she ended up getting secondary yep. uh, murder or whatever. And I feel like from what she said in all her interviews, and of course this could be like media training. I don't know where she got media training, but <laughs> she she says she regrets it. She says, if I had another chance to redo everything, I don't know if I would go back to when I was a child and tell my aunts and uncles that I'm not sick and mommy makes me sick. Or if I would travel back to just the point of that conversation with Nick and tell him, you know what, I'm going to go tell the police everything. I kind of struggle with that. And I'm like, okay. And I could see that. I mean, there was a lot of ways that she could have gone about this whole problem. And it's never easy to go yeah. about any of the a directions of people, that she could have gone. A lot of people point that out. They said, why would you go to murder? Right. Like, why was that the route you took? And I feel like, how about you spend 20 years yep. being forced to have a feeding tube, have all your teeth pulled out? Have to take all these medicines that you all don't these need, have like these surgeries, and then you tell me what you would do. Right now, do I agree she should have murdered her mom? No, no, obviously I. But she thinks the same thing. She says that she thinks her mother should have done the same thing she did. Should have served her time in prison. Right, and she says that nobody will ever hear her say that she's glad. Or proud that her mom is dead now. Yeah, because, I mean, in hindsight, that was her mother and that her mother did love her, you know what I mean? And I'm sure as Gypsy was a child and as she was growing up, she still saw that love through her mother, even though she was going through all of this, all the medical kind of things. But she, I mean, that's still her mother and that's yeah. her daughter, I mean, you know what I mean? Dee Dee was all Gypsy Rose knew. Yes. So especially since Dee Dee pushed all of her family away. Yeah. So that's all she had. And so the fact that she was wanting to do that was like a really, really big step for her mm -hmm. that may have escalated to something that she has regretted now. So And I just wonder like when you were put into that position where you're cornered and we have to remember just the complete control that Dee Dee had over her. Like, she had power of attorney over her. She controlled everything in Gypsy Rose's life. And Gypsy Rose, like, she was ignorant to a lot of things yeah. just because she didn't have those life experiences like you or me. So if this was the only thing she could come up with, who am I to blame her? Right. right. 100%. Who are you to blame her? Who are, to everyone who's lived a normal life, how are you going to turn around and be like, well, if I was her, I would have done this and that. Okay. Um, right well you go you, through can that you, can you actually confidently say that's what you yeah do, exactly though? and you can't because you are not going to go through that experience because you were privileged enough you had the luxury of having like a yes, normal life dude. yes so it, it's so controversial and like once you get into it once you look into it, it it's so complicated and 
I just, I think it's all kind of crazy. Like, honestly, the like, way that it played out, the yeah. what happened, like, just everything about it. When it comes down to it, honestly, and this is my hot take, I don't think Gypsy Rose is some villain. I think she went through awful things and she did awful things because of it. Yeah. All right. I don't think she should ever be glorified or put on a pedestal, right? She's not some type of icon for contributing to the murder of her mother. Like, right. It's, that's just not the case. But I don't think we should go out here with pitchforks and fire screaming that she's a master manipulator, killer, murderer kind of person who deserves to die. And like, she's already served her time. Like, right. Exactly. <laughs> like, what more do you want? She has already served her time. Do you want her to die too? And my odd take is that all she wants is to spread her story. You know what I mean? She wants to let everybody know what she went through. And so, yes, I, I agree. Like, yes, you you had a say in murdering your mother and you deserve the time that you got. But and we shouldn't be holding her on a pedestal because she is. I mean, that's not iconic. Murdering somebody is not iconic. Yeah, you know what I mean? Iconic. So, you know. I think what she's doing with her platform and trying to spread the word about this syndrome and kind of opening up on what happened to her, I think is great. But the fact that we were all like, oh, my God, I love Gypsy. She is amazing. Same, she would never Gypsy do anything Rose. wrong. I stand Gypsy Rose. No, you don't. Yeah, that's a little you don't weird. I know her. That's a little weird. And like at the end of the day. It was everybody else who gave her her platform. You can't be mad at her for using it now. Right. Like, exactly. She's going to spread her story. And you know what? I'm sure her story has reached plenty of people who have gone through similar awful things. And I'm sure she's helped. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe she can be an example to those people that you don't have to do something as extreme as killing or murdering or anything of the sort, right? Yeah. And I would say if you want more information, you can go and stream her show, The Prison Confessions of Gypsy Rose Blanchard. And I'm sure that will kind of explain deeper of what we kind of skimmed over today because it's a very interesting story. And there's so many different storylines that go along with it. Yeah. And as we close this episode, I just hope you take the time to think, what what is human instinct you know right like what happens when when you're pushed to like your most primitive state to this to the point where you feel like the only way out is to kill, kill. Mm -hmm. like is there any validity in that feeling what do you think dang that was a deep thought chanel i don't know i don't know like i'm sure gypsy Ro I mean, even now gypsy rose says i'm not capable of killing somebody yeah so i wonder like just how far do you need to be pushed to desire the death of another person right to actively contribute to the death of another person right and you know put yourself in her shoes before you start making crazy judgments right correct because you're never going to be able to feel what she felt and so yeah and she she has to live with this mm -hmm. she's already said like this eats her alive she's not proud of what she did and she served her time so what more can we really ask for her right I think that's my hot take for the day. I think that's my hot take as well. I hope everybody has had a good start to classes because I know it's been a week now. And the last time we talked, it was finals. Oh, hope finals went well. I know. <laughs> Not to brag, but I got all A's. I have one B and I'm so sad about okay. it. But I, I still love you, though. I still love you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> But on that note, again, I hope everybody's having a good first couple of weeks of classes. And I hope our story is a little kind of yeah. little distraction from your homework. <laughs>
I don't need any distractions from my homework, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, but me neither. Until next time, this has been Hot Takes.